So Sindhu, your WhatsApp status is always said to at the gym. What's that all about? Ha. Um, you know, I would actually see all these people posting on social media about their macros. I only recently found out what that actually means or their gains or their abs and I just felt a whole lot of FOMO. You know, whether it's CrossFit or SoulCycle or hot yoga, it, it feels almost impossible to keep up with the whole fitness industry. And I just changed my status to poke fun at that. Oh, subtle. But why do you work out? I know it's it's a good question. You know, I started in college because everybody was doing it. Um then it became a lot about aesthetics and the way you look. And more recently it's just been about health and yeah, why do you work out? Well, right now I've been working out only sporadically or as my mother says not at all. And I wasn't watching what I ate for the last couple of months, although I am doing that again. Um this is in sharp contrast to how I was 3 or 4 months ago when I purchased a new fitness band, a new exercise mat, I was working out 5 times a week. I was really strictly regulating what I was eating. The whole thing and it was thanks to a, a fitness app uh, Healthify Me which I, I'm still on but I'm not using as much now mm. because I'm just not feeling it. You know, I know what you mean and and my fitness journey has been quite overwhelming as I can imagine it is for a lot of other people because I wasn't athletic as a child. I was I was teased at school for being overweight. A few years back I just worked out at a local gym for a few months and it really helped boost my confidence and figure out my relationship with fitness. So, I thought it would be interesting to bring the founders of that gym strength system on board to help us explore some of these topics. What do you say? Awesome, let's get into it. Hey everyone, I'm Nikhil Venkatesa and I'm Sindhuri Nandakumar. We're two culture writers trying to figure shit out. And this is Creating Life, a podcast. So, we're really happy to have Sandeep Achanda and Prashanti Ganesh on the show today. They're the co-founders of Strength System, a fitness community and gym based in Chennai. We're really excited to talk to them because they're in a similar age group as we are and they've started this business that, you know, has become a part of the Chennai fitness community. Hi Prashanti and Sandeep, welcome to the podcast. Hi guys, thank you. Hey guys, thanks so much for having us. So, we have a lot of questions for you. I think uh, Nikhil, do you want to start with what's been burning? I just want to get us started by um talking about your journey uh before strength system and how you got into fitness because like we discussed before uh, this recording you guys don't have a fitness background and you didn't uh, envision yourselves as you know being people who would start a gym right so could you talk a bit about that um yeah sure i mean i didn't envision being in the fitness industry but i've always imagined being a gym owner like i've always <laughs> liked the idea of being my own boss mm-hmm. and obviously wearing shorts to work all the time is just amazing yeah <laughs> um but i used to be a journalist with indian express before and i was assigned to do a story about the quad um this chennai based fitness company and they said hey you look like somebody who trained do you want to come work out and i said sure and had you trained before i was a state athlete in school okay so, so you've always yeah. trained hmm. um like i i feel like antsy if i don't train hmm. um so state athlete track and field track and field right. 100 meters and long jump and um so i trained with them and then i became their client mm-hmm. and i did not know it was an option for me to be in the industry but i got an email saying welcome our first intern say hi to him wish him luck his name is sandeep achantan i was like shit i want to be an intern <laughs> um uh, but i didn't think it was an option for me but then i had quit my job at express and i was telling these guys hey i have more time to train can i hang out more can i do more classes and then they said do you want to be an intern and i said yes so that's how my journey into fitness started and awesome. first intern sandeep tell us uh this is true i actually was the quad's first client 
like they opened registrations at 8 o'clock in the morning and I was there at 7.59 running in and I was like guys do you have any spots left how had you heard about them <laughs> so uh, my uh, I had heard about them from my friend uh, sorry my brother and he was, <laughs> was your brother friend. was also your friend hold on <laughs> <laughs> um so he knew one of the founders arvind ashok mm. and uh, he'd known him from a while back and he knew that arvind was looking to move back to india and start like a crossfit style something and he knew that my brother knew that i was into fitness as well so you I were was, also training at that point regularly uh to impress the gals <laughs> all right <laughs> i mean it depends on if we define regularly loosely yes absolutely <laughs> um i wasn't like prashanti in the sense that i wasn't an athlete in school i was definitely the fat kid i was more of a nerd i grew up thinking that i'd be an illustrator and graphic designer and that i'd work in gaming um but a few months of working in the advertising agent <laughs> advertising field unfortunately made it very clear to me that that wasn't the way forward um unfortunately this opportunity turned up at the same time so i said hey do you guys have any opportunities for internships here and they were like yeah this sounds great let's let's try this out so mm-hmm. for about 6 months i interned there where i'd go there in the morning between 5 and 8 o'clock and then i'd go to my job right after that and about 6 months later prashanti uh, joined the quad and that's kind of when i would say that my fitness journey really started because that's when uh, i found myself really enjoying coaching really enjoying working with people uh, it's it's a really great opportunity because you feel this responsibility that okay that's these 30 bleary eyed people coming to you in the morning and you have this chance to kind of give them like an epic start to their day and i think both of us really enjoyed that Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And and what about the what ensued, right? You went on an adventure of sorts afterwards. Yeah, so could you talk a bit about um why you decided to go uh, so what what Sindhu's talking about is uh your one year journey to understand fitness a little more in depth and so uh you went on this uh, journey to the US and you visited uh, 23 gyms in 19 cities yes. right and you blogged about it as well so uh what motivated that trip um and uh you know what takeaways did you acquire to bring back here um i think like you said none, neither of us are from the fitness industry so we really don't we didn't at understand the potential of what it can be and what our contributions could be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh we were very limited by the experience we had briefly so we wanted to go see what else was out there and um that was pretty much the we just wanted to learn like we said mm-hmm. we're going to take one year to learn everything we can about fitness so we would spend like our day was super fun we'd wake up train eat study Mm-hmm. um we did some personal training in between but that was pretty much our lives for like one year mm-hmm. and um our biggest takeaway was that f- the the potential of fitness is so much bigger than a boot camp or a regular um global gym right um it can be a big part of your life without it letting um it take over your life and for us it showed us that okay there is so much more um technical expertise we can apply than just um sir squad panunga <laughs> <laughs> but could you talk a bit about the state of fitness in chennai and india more broadly uh you know before uh, while you guys were thinking about starting strength system and the opportunity that you saw right um talking about sir squad panunga or like uh you know i've been to a few gyms in chennai and i the the experience i've had with trainers has been so impersonal and also they keep uh, trying to upsell me on whey protein right a lot of these guys walk around with these huge biceps um and so could you talk about uh 
maybe like why that is and why it's been in the culture for so long i think there's a, there is a narrative of a fitness person right now you were either a fat kid growing up and something happened and suddenly you lost 30 kilos and then you're like this totally jacked dude who works out like 15 times a week uh and you know you are this jacked person who goes to the gym right there's that narrative or there's the other side where you've just worked out all your life you've been in sports all your life and that's just something that you've continued there is unfortunately no other uh story as of right now and which is kind of what we're trying to change in the sense that you'll see again that most fitness marketing markets to those people to those stories to the folks who are on the precipice of taking that decision where i'm overweight i am this i am that i need to change i need to now become a fitness person what we're trying to do is create a culture where it's not a choice you can do fitness and also have fun you can still be an artist you can still be whatever else it is without or, or eat ice cream at a party mm-hmm. yeah because it's like you guys know the joke about uh veganism or like crossfit right like how do you know somebody does crossfit because they keep talking about it yeah oh. because they'll tell you <laughs> you know uh clearly sindhu's heard this somewhere before <laughs> no i've just met a lot of people who do crossfit <laughs> this is this is true yeah. and unfortunately that seems to be the narrative that exists right now and uh i think that it is the most marketable way to sell fitness and i don't foresee that changing anytime soon but prashanti and i our values really met because neither of us were from the fitness industry i was a graphic designer she was a journalist we are passionate about very different things that are not related to fitness at all and we're like is there a way we can create a place where people can experience fitness hmm. and experience the benefits of fitness but without that really consuming their life it doesn't stop you from going and having like a bender over the weekends with your friends if you want it doesn't stop you from eating i don't know ice cream with your son or daughter because mm. people tend to take these things to the extremes right. there is so much guilt that comes with us with yeah. that usually right and we sometimes we tell people people come and say i'm going on a two week vacation can you give me a beach workout i'm like you're going on a vacation why do you want to train like <laughs> yeah like lay on the bed and lay on the beach and like and relax and enjoy yourself and yeah, yeah exactly but how do you deal with you know that you straddle that guilt and for many of us is also imposter syndrome right like you go to a gym you see these bulky men working out i find a lot of gyms to be very masculine spaces as well and you don't know how to do something um how do you and if you don't have the economic privilege of getting personal training what advice do you have for people to kind of navigate that space today's world is amazing that way because you have the internet hmm. literally 95% of the information that you'd want is online especially when it comes to fitness don't get me wrong i am fully aware of how hard it is to discern between good information and bad information hmm. um but most of the places that you'll find and that pop up first are still not bad places to start and um even if you don't have the economic privilege to work i mean to be honest when i started i didn't hmm. i did work out at a regular gym you know i couldn't afford whey protein <laughs> or a personal trainer uh but a lot of people were really nice to me um and i just had to kind of step out of that box and ask them questions hmm. and i think that's one of the places where i found that i actually was comfortable in the gym um because again uh while while i understand that yes they do seem like very very masculine places most of the time that's kind of what sucks and that's kind of what we're trying to change where yeah. at strength system over 50% of our clientele is female and that's something that we're incredibly proud of mm. and it's also a space where these women are not uh creeped out 
I don't know if I can say this, but they're not like scared to not look pretty when mm. working out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay for them to grunt to get chalk all over their hair, <laughs> uh, to wear loose clothes. No, but I also think it's important that they feel safe in that environment Absolutely. because. I've been to gyms and shots and been so creeped out. Mm. Um, no, I've and I've out. seen uh, gyms uh, that usually it's covered with mirrors on all the walls, right? And that usually encourages a culture where <clears throat> when you come to the gym, you keep assessing yourself in the mirror as you're working out. But I think I've seen pictures of your gym. I haven't been actually. Sindhu, you can attest yeah. to, to this. But you you don't cover your walls with mirrors. It's just regular place where people you know are just working out. Yeah. That was a very conscious choice for us, mm. uh, both because we don't want people to constantly uh, check out their biceps and their abs, mm. but also because from a training standpoint, it allows you to learn the movements better, to feel your muscles better, um, just not depend on that mirror to form check and just pay more attention to what you're doing. Mm. Right. So, I some somebody recently asked me about that. Yeah, but it's a very conscious decision to not have mirrors. Yeah. Got it. And could you uh, just go a little bit into uh, your decision to start the gym? Right. So you come back from the US after this. Odyssey, basically. Um, and you're around 25 when you guys uh, come <laughs> yes. back, uh, yes. because uh, yeah, strength system is uh, gonna reach its fourth anniversary. But could you talk about the trials? Um, as 25 year old people starting a business, um, were there things you expected and things that you didn't, or was it just a whole completely different experience? You know, I actually don't remember. Locked it out. We came back from the US in April, and we thought, okay, we will start a gym. at some point mm-hmm. we didn't know when but we actually we actually did our first class on july 1st so we came back and sandeep said okay i'm just going to start we were guilty because we weren't doing anything we were just sitting on our asses so <laughs> sandeep said okay i'm going to go start looking for spaces um let's see where this goes and the second place that he saw he said dude i think i found it and then i go there with my father and i love the space and then things just started rolling like i feel like sandeep and i work best during crunch time mm-hmm. and we just got everything done in like two one and a half months and the equipment was there we sort of intuitively knew we didn't have a business plan but we sort of intuitively knew uh what we were going to do and um yeah i don't think we still have a business plan <laughs> um do you mind um are you comfortable sharing the like how you funded the pro- the whole venture at that point and were you concerned with money a concern or financial anxiety ever crop up um at that point we were very lucky because our parents supported us supported us right through that but mm-hmm. we also broke even very quickly and so we were hmm. able to we were in a position to repay that okay but yeah we just got very very lucky to have super supportive parents and we were just talking recently about how we did not hesitate to take such a big risk yeah mm. um what is the fitness market i mean we did some market research we sent out like a bunch of questionnaires and stuff we knew we had some clients before we actually opened the gym but why were we opening a gym we were a bunch of kids with no experience running a business and we didn't have the pressure to make that money mm-hmm. uh, because we had like very very supportive parents we uh, had a business plan when when my dad asked for it to be honest <laughs> and i'll uh, yeah that was wasn't a the, real plan sandeep it was such a bad business plan <laughs> clearly bad. something about it worked right <laughs> no my dad basically like and he's like fine like okay cool i i believe in you so you know hmm. let's give this a shot it was definitely a difficult time hmm. and i think we had our way out that was the biggest thing like we knew okay like in 6 months if this doesn't work this is how we're going to get our money back and it, we obviously wouldn't make all of it back but we were like cool we're going to work our asses off after that and then figure out a way to pay our parents back hmm. so while there was no uh, pressure per se to pay our parents back i think we were extremely aware of our privilege yeah. hmm. um and we broke even in 6 months so 
Um, how did we do it? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like like Prashanti said, uh, put very well. I think we had a common set of values, and we were really willing to work hard at that point of time. Mm. And that's that's just how things went. Mm. That's definitely great to listen to because um, you know clearly you guys put in a lot of hard work and effort into this. But uh, just shifting to some of the questions that we had. Uh, so just this, gonna throw them at you. We're dying for, to know what you yeah, think. Yeah, for this discussion <laughs> because like I told Sindhu, I recently uh, signed on to a fitness app, Healthify Me, right, which is a new startup which gives you a personal trainer on your phone, gives you a nutritionist, and you basically do the workouts that they give you, and it's all fine and dandy. How is that going for you? Exactly so I'm getting to that. So the first 3 months were great, right? I lost 8 kilos in 3 months which was, you know, really uh positive for me, right? But now I'm in a slump where it's like I feel like I'm doing the same things and my my personal trainer on the phone is not as personalized as he was marketed to be. Uh he probably juggles like 20 30 clients, right? So I and I was wondering do you guys after uh running this gym for so long and doing Uh, following a similar workout system for so long do you find yourselves low on motivation in certain times and how do you reassess your relationship with fitness at that point in time like personally or with our clients yeah we charge for our consultations bro <laughs> <laughs> no i mean per- personally because you train you train a lot right so even personally do you have like motivational crisis with fitness or all Some, the time and i know the sandeep you've sp- uh, spoken about this on social media as well no yeah yeah uh, about motivation Yeah, more or like going through slumps. I and think um, people think if you're in the fitness industry, you're just like working out all the time, like a machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think our training was actually much better before we ran the business. Uh-huh. Our personal <laughs> training. True. Yeah, um, we've both. I mean, me personally, I've always loved lifting, and like not lifting just makes me like like I said, antsy. Like I get mm-hmm. physically uncomfortable with all the excess energy. Um, but I've not trained consistently in like two years, guys. um and i'd been dealing with like motivation issue like this year i've it's been so much better but from when i thought like from july last year through like for like a year and a half i didn't train mm. i was still training but it was like i was doing random stuff i would swim i would surf i would not i would go weeks without training it mm. was just such a mental battle for me to like actually train mm. it's better now And so what got you over that? Because slump? I actually enjoy training. So um I used to compete in powerlifting for a while mm. and I had and I'm also very competitive uh, as a person. Mm. So for me the need to just keep adding weight every session was getting to me. And that led me to like have very very um, unproductive training sessions and that was just mentally very depleting. And then I sat down and I thought why am I training? I like to train not because I'm getting I mean, I'm still getting stronger but it's not important for me to like add 5 kilos to the bar every week. So mm. now I don't have that I'm not chasing numbers mm. and I'm very comfortable with not adding weight to the bar. I'm very comfortable with just going in, getting in a quick session, feeling good at the end of it and being happy and done with that session. So it's like a large mental conversation I had and a lot of introspection. Yeah. What about you Sandeep? What about you Sandeep? Uh I think Prashanti put that across very well um in the sense that a lot of times especially when we first get into fitness a lot of the motivation is extrinsic motivation it's coming from outside factors you see this person or you think you you perceive that you're supposed to be this way um i think a lot of motivation comes from that um it when you kind of reach that point where you move over that initial slump of losing weight or like gaining weight or whatever that initial journey is there does come a point uh where you do need to get a little bit introspective and you need to look at what is your intrinsic motivation why are you doing this and sometimes those can be hard questions to ask yourself 
but they're definitely worthwhile because for me i would say they've taught me a lot about myself as a person for example i think one of the things that prashanti and i share and one of the values that we try to uh a manifest through strength system for lack of a better word is the idea of strength we train to feel strong mm. right and i think uh, a lot of the my favorite conversations with clients have always been about hey how has training made them feel and then what have they taken with that feeling and done outside the gym so but that has happened only through this process of introspection and why am why am i training and also by asking clients why they are training mm. uh it's it's not easy to do um mm-hmm. and sometimes there are some harsh truths that i needed to face about myself mm-hmm. but that's how i get over the motivation part of it um got it but yeah. what about you know um th- th- it's a question like do so fitness is something that i think a lot of us are realizing is important for you know different motivations but i recently read an article about people who are addicted to working out and they spend you know they go to the gym at least two or three times a day and there's also a judgment i feel in society like do, would you judge someone who doesn't work out i wouldn't judge somebody who doesn't work out but i would judge somebody who doesn't realize the potential of the human body hmm. um there is just so much and like just expressing um what the human body can do through any physical activity is almost liberating it's amazing mm. um and i think people should experience that because that translates so well into so many aspects of life mm. um so i would judge somebody for sure if they didn't at least give this a chance you can give it a chance and then say okay this is not for me i'd rather meditate for well being mm. or i would rather i don't know go on a, i don't know i don't know what other things <laughs> people do Uh, <laughs> for wealthy so, or or just like i will just like not eat crap and i will just take care of myself do the do minimum maintenance and like not worry about health too much i but i think everybody should give it a chance mm-hmm. working out is something that we equate to a uh, quality of life that's literally the what we're trying to do here right mm-hmm. where like if you're in good shape your quality of life is going to be better i don't think that is a debatable answer i mean obviously how much two mm. to three times a day and is freaking and what quality ridiculous. of life means to you mm. personally yeah but you know is my mom going to have a better quality of life if you know she can walk uh, and if she can climb stairs and things like that yeah she definitely is right mm. you know she's going to be able to do things that she can't currently do but beyond that um i would i would say that prashanthi and i when we travel we have these conversations about these people who stay in shape through other means they might surf they might do something you know or like she said they might meditate as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're living the quality of life that you believe that you should have i don't think working out has to be the answer hmm hmm got it but if we talk about tech right now right yeah. if we talk about companies like cultfit or healthify me that are really bringing the next level of technology with ai tools and uh, also with the money to back it up right they're hiring so many different people to make it work at scale so i was wondering you know what what your take is on on these apps right are they a permanent part of our fitness culture now or are they again a fad that will have its uh, buyers and takers but at the end of the day um, for people who it doesn't work for they will come to places like strength system or other fitness communities i'm going to let sandeep talk about like the healthy for me and the tracking apps but i think like a quick point that i'd like to make is at strength system we very actively have decided to stay away from tech um mm-hmm. in like so if you notice at the gym everybody gets a piece of paper mm-hmm. i know it's not environment friendly none of that stuff we try and uh, recycle as much but um we don't want people to be looking on their phone when they're working out 
uh, we want them to focus uh, we don't want them browsing through instagram while mm-hmm. they're working out so we actually try and tell people put your phones away when you come in because that also gives them a certain sense of accountability to their own training and where we expect them to like actually look at their workouts write their numbers see how much they've lifted last week versus this week see how they feel based on what last week versus this week track progress and all that stuff so in terms of the apps itself and i would say the way that big money and big tech is coming into fitness yes i think it's here to stay and i think it's only going to get bigger from here but i don't think that's a bad thing both as a business person who runs a company in the fitness industry because hey it just means a larger market for me yeah. but on the other hand i also think it's just making more people aware of fitness um and more people i would say who need it which is not necessarily a bad thing there's more people talking about you know going to the gym getting fit and things like that it may not necessarily be at a gym but as long as there is that conversation i think it opens up all kinds of exciting possibilities i do think that there will be a journey of sorts from where somebody might get into the app and then uh go somewhere else from there and then maybe go somewhere else from there mm-hmm. uh and find what works for them best at the end of it but it's a great place to start and if it's adding like a wider uh pool of people who are starting this journey i'm all for it thanks for taking the time to talk to us uh, sandeep and prashanti we could definitely keep chatting about your fitness philosophies and strength system but for now thanks again thanks for having us thank you us guys so much that was sure. great and tune in to the strength system podcast it's a great podcast on fitness and uh, it's available every week on every other platform yes every wednesday guys yeah right thanks Creating Life is co-hosted by me, Nikhil Venkatesa, and Sindhuri Nandakumar. We record our episodes at Aura Studios, Chennai. Our associate producer is C. Girinan, and recording engineer is Siddharth Das. You can find us on Spotify and Anchor, and we're coming to iTunes really soon. Our website is creatinglifepodcast.com, and you can email us at creatinglifepodcast at gmail.com. Creating Life is co-hosted by me, Nikhil Venkatesa, and Sindhuri Nandakumar.